intro music. You ready? Okay. Hi, my name is Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 29 of How, How Married, Married Are, Are You? you? Time for chocolate baby story time. Do you have one, babe? You hung out with them all day. Do I have one today? Theo told me he's gonna miss me. I'm going out of town. He said he's gonna miss me. Which made me feel pretty good, actually. Because <laughs> sometimes I just get the feeling that he doesn't want me around. Mm-hmm. And so um I'm gonna be lamer for a longer period than I'm gonna be a cool dad. I just kind of realized mm. that. And so I just have to kind of come to grips with that fact. Because that is a definite fact. And uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, Did I share this one already? But the other day I was out with the kids and um, Theo saw this mom with four kids. And he goes, mom, that's about to be you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what? Okay. But I think it's funny just how observant he is and how aware he is of the situation. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, I don't know if I've mentioned this before either, but I feel like he's more now like, okay, are we going to get a bigger house? Are we going to get another car? And I don't know if we're having those conversations in front of him. I don't feel like we are, but maybe we are. Because I think we are for sure. Okay. Yeah. Because he's bringing it up more. Yeah, they really want an RV bad. They keep telling me they want an RV. Raya Bo. Yeah, he wants a car with a living room in it. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that um, would be fun. Yeah, so... Uh, Chocolate Baby Story Time Let's hop into these words of affirmation But before we do We just want to encourage you guys To leave words of affirmation Not only on um, the Anchor app Where you can leave a voicemail But you can also leave words of affirmation for us In the DMs at our IG account Which is How Married Are You Um and if you're one of those people who doesn't really like your voice recorded or you don't want people to hear your voice or whatever, then feel free to also leave us affirmations in the rating area of whatever podcast app you're listening to. So if it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, whatever it is, please go to that app, rate our podcast, leave a comment if you're feeling extra ambitious, just so that it could help other people find us as well. Very good. Very true. Yeah. Um, those ratings help our uh, discoverability. It helps us uh, get noticed by more people. And it just helps us look better for when it comes time for us to do sponsored uh, podcasts, <laughs> which um, I don't know how you guys feel about that. I know you guys probably listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they a lot of other podcasts do do uh, sponsored stuff, and so we try to keep it not that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we probably could use it because you know <laughs> we need lights. The upgrade was fast. 
guys, I don't know if you guys have noticed like what's happening here, but yeah. the upgrade was quite fast. Uh, and so, yeah, we could we can use some we could we should be earning off of this for sure. So big shout out to all our Patreon supporters and all yeah. our anchor supporters. But we're gonna hop into these words of affirmation, uh, which come timely. I w- can I plug this? I don't know okay, if this is kind of tacky. But I did create a PayPal for um, okay for how married are you? And what's the PayPal? The PayPal is I think I think it's just how married are you. The reason I I created it is because I do know that there are people who like to invest in um, invest in I don't even know what to say. I created the PayPal just so that it could be more specific to how married are you so that if you guys chose to, you could sew into what we're believing is a ministry. Um, And I know this kind of might sound whatever, but like things like the chairs that we're sitting in, it's very uncomfortable for us to sit in these chairs. Um, We also need lights. We need better a better lighting situation. You're gonna know if you're watching because one of these lights are just gonna go out while we're while we're filming right now. <laughs> but go ahead. Um, also, the what was I trying to say? Sorry, I'm trying to figure out what the PayPal is. Um, also, what did I say? What was I gonna say? I was saying what we would use the money for. So we would use the money for equipment. We kind of want to get to a situation where all or we just life. This is what we do full time. It's okay if we live off of it and pay a bill or two. Can you pass the collection plate, please? <laughs> let's find out what the let's find out what the PayPal is real quick so we can tell these people. <laughs> Babe, that sounds really bad. No, it doesn't. And I you mean, know what? I'll even um, I'll even link the PayPal in the description when we post this. How do you get to it? I don't even know. Anyways, yeah, we just want we we would love to be able to get to a situation where we can just sit and record. Does that make sense? Like, I was just watching my husband like <laughs> hustle and bustle to get around to get us set up for um, this podcast episode, and then he was getting frustrated with me because I didn't understand. She just so- asked one question. I She's did. Like, you don't have a um plug a plug for that light. And I was like, you know, I don't got a plug for this yeah. light. And she was like, I don't know that you don't like. Well, first of all, calm down. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, but then I just looked at. It, I was like, remember, I told you I bought batteries because the batteries were like sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And it was, and they took forever to come. And yeah. I, it was one of them. Um, they like, I, they swiped my PayPal and was like, they had it on hold. <laughs> and then I didn't have any money left. And then they like went into the negative. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh man, that one hurt. Yeah. But anyway, I. I remember feeling like I was broke. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, I created it. You guys can do with it what you want. Just know that the money would be used to further the ministry. It's not going to be used to go on vacation or do anything crazy like that. But sometimes you do need a mental health day or week. <laughs> and if you want to specify what it's for, you could put date night or whatever you guys need or whatever. Just know we're good stewards. We just paid off all our debt. Yeah. We're, you know what I'm saying? That thing is going to go in the right place. Gonna feed a starving child yes. in the household. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get well, these. Well, do work. you want me to tell what the PayPal is? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So it's paypal.me backslash h m a y podcast. So, and I'll put it in the um, description as well. All right. So now we're gonna listen to our friends. Let's end that from awkward. Australia <laughs> with their words of affirmation. Thank you.
Hey, down in the bed. This is Larry, all the way from Melbourne, Australia. Just wanted to drop in and say how much of inspiration you guys are, um, both me and my fiance. I mean, you can't be fully prepared for marriage, but you guys have done a pretty good job in helping us with that. Um, you're such a blessing. Um, thanks so much. Love you and the whole tribe. Much love you and the whole tribe. Theo, Mariah, Anaya, and Chocolate Baby number four. Um, super excited for you guys. Oh, and Frank too. Can't forget Frank. <laughs> but um, yeah, good luck on the Shorty Award. Rooting for you on that one. And um. As my fiance Happy would say, you guys are thebond.com. So yeah, keep being a blessing. And um protect your life. Right. Protect your life. Protect your life. Protect your life. Big shout out to Larry all the way from Australia. Thank you so much for sending these words of affirmation. You know, I'm just loving the fact that we got people from London, Australia, Canada, all these foreign places calling and leaving us a voicemail. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That, that makes me feel like, oh, we're not just in America. Just these accents. We ain't local no more, baby. international. Yeah, we are international. Shout out to the PayPal for the long distance rates. <laughs> <laughs> Fill oh that my gosh. one time past the collection okay, babe. We're gonna move on from that. I hate I'm feeling it this yeah. week. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Did this you has have been a rough to month. Drink? No, it's just been a rough month. Oh. So anyway, um <laughs> big uh he mentioned the shorty awards in the Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh Did you hear? we don't know. We don't know oh, anything about the shorty say. awards yet. And I'm sure they really don't want to tell people because it's like, yo, the more people we have come to the event to see if they win. Uh, New York is an expensive flight from San Diego, so um, I don't know if we are going to make it if we are not nominated. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But anyway, let's go ahead and hop into this hot topic. I just want to say we've received several. Um, I don't want to call them complaints. We've received lots of feedback about my vocals Yeah, <laughs> on the podcast, and I am really trying to keep my mouth to the mic but i do like to look at glenn when i talk so because i feel like it's a conversation that you guys are getting to be a part of and so it feels weird to look at the camera and not look at glenn when i'm talking but i want y'all to know that i hear you and i'm working on it so if you want to give me feedback just tell me i'm doing better i don't know she needs <laughs> she needs positive affirmation i need for sure. i'm uh, words of affirmation is really my love language y'all yeah i don't know if you guys saw the clip from the last episode oh my where she was just clearing her throat do you guys and here's a question you can send this in the voice memo or uh in a youtube comment section do you guys want those deleted scenes in the video because <laughs> i think they are hilarious and don't super put annoying. them in the video people are asking like, i why like didn't I how them? they're on instagram and they just they have to be on instagram if you don't follow us on instagram you miss it you don't but, see it and, but youtube is a great place to put it no in. anyway I don't want it on YouTube. Can I just tell? I just want to shout out some people real quick. Um, okay. My homie, as said by me and his wife Charlotte, yeah. just shot, started a podcast. Yes, really, really proud of them. Shout out to them. Um, I don't know the name of the podcast. I can't. It's remember just it right on now. their channel. Oh, it's as said by Charlotte. Oh, as said by Charlotte. Okay, yes. perfect. Yes. Um, so shout out to them. And a podcast that I have just been soaking in so much lately is uh, Kev on stage in Doughboy. It's mm -hmm. called. Um, Right, rat, ratchet and righteous, mm -hmm. I think, and I love it so much because 
it is very um, culturally appropriate and it's like what's happening now in culture mm. and th- their take on it is so funny and so clean so i could listen to it in the car yeah if i'm listening to the breakfast club or something like that i can't really listen to charlamagne <laughs> oh go ham or All somebody that profanity yeah I, in the car it's just not good for you know my kids but to each his own so yeah like i really appreciate uh this podcast check out ratchet and righteous righteous um i became a patron supporter what yes five dollars so you did not tell me that well i already i have a, like a like $20. oh yeah because it comes from your patreon right funds, so i have i have like which i have actually is our funds all of it's our our funds that's yeah that's that's, that's, that's stay focused <laughs> so i have a i have like that's a podcast topic in itself i have a budget of like i have like twenty dollars that i just kind of like support oh, other so did you stop patron. supporting someone i else? stopped supporting someone else yeah oh, okay two actually two people oh wow so, yeah so shout you out know to what so okay you got a shout out but i uh, i guess we're just plugging kev on stage today but um yeah i'm also a faithful listener to the love hour podcast which is kev on stage and his wife mm-hmm. um, melissa and i just love their dynamics i tell glenn i know we're like the same age but i tell glenn i feel like they're a more seasoned version of us mm. if that makes sense like i feel like they're just they've been at this a little bit longer this lifestyle of being a creative and being married to creative or whatever. Yeah. And so, um, a lot, oftentimes I listen to them and I get a lot of, I get fed. Yeah. Because Melissa speaks your language. And I feel like her and I were, were our upbringing is very similar and the type mm. of man that we married is similar as well. I'm going to download a couple of those podcasts and listen to them on a the flight. Yay. That's what I'm going to do. Good for you, babe. Yep. Okay. So let's get into this topic. All right. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> get that paper. So um, I don't even know what prompted. I think I was reading somebody's post on Instagram and it just got me thinking about mom guilt. And um, I think I was I, I think I may have brought it up in conversation with Glenn and I said something like mom's just experienced a lot of mom guilt and he goes dad's experienced it too do you recall that conversation at all yeah that was like a podcast ago last one yeah and so um today i just was like i kind of want to talk about parental guilt but the funny thing is when i looked up the hashtags on instagram i looked up the hashtag for dad guilt and it was 344 posts I tried to change it to like father guilt guilt, or daddy guilt or whatever. And those were actually less like 12 or (laughs) less. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, hmm. So then I looked up parental guilt. Actually, this is not the order I looked them up in, but I looked up parental guilt and there was 496 posts about parental guilt. And I was like, huh, interesting. And then you look up the hashtag mom guilt, Mm -hmm. y'all. It says 60K, which I'm sure it's over 60K mm-hmm. because, you know, it's they had the K there. And so I'm like, yeah. OK, this is interesting. And I'm like, OK, so 60K, 344, 496. Those are the numbers that we're dealing with here. However, I know that I don't know if it's maybe women just post about their mom guilt a lot more than men do, but I honestly don't necessarily hear men talk about their guilt 
as a dad, like if it's a thing. And so I guess I just wanted to kind of bring that up um, on my post. So after I was interested in all of that, I went on Instagram stories and I was like, hey, um, what was the question I asked? Sorry, let me even find it. I said, in what area of your life do you experience the most mom slash parental guilt? And if you look at <laughs> all the people that posted, it's mostly women. Um, These are all women. You don't have to show their hat, their names. You can't. Ain't nobody <laughs> zooming in on this. Trust me. <laughs> now they're going to zoom in because you said that. But this is the blurry part of they can't see that. Okay. It's blurry. Um, so anyways, it's like all women, none of them. And mind you, I think my following on Instagram is like 90, 10, 90%. No, I think it's a little bit more, I don't know, 70, 30, maybe. But, um, I just found that to be interesting. And so I kind of wanted to talk about that. I kind of wanted to talk about the kind of guilt that we experience as parents, like for male versus, I mean, male versus female. And then I wanted to kind of encourage ourselves as well as um our listeners in their parental guilt you know what's crazy is that as you talk about it like i don't know why fathers don't talk about this but i also think it's titled differently and it's not something it we can we can really we can't really escape it so it's like it's not that we don't feel guilty about stuff but we are actually to blame so check it Mm -hmm. So if if you don't feel like you have enough time with the kids, right, mm -hmm. you feel guilty. Mm -hmm. The kids don't necessarily feel like you don't have enough time for them. Mm -hmm. You just know you could have prioritized your stuff better to probably focus on their stuff more. Mm -hmm. Right. But if we don't go to Disneyland, like that's dad's fault. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, like I don't get it. All right. So I feel like. We are like fathers are to blame for like a lack of happiness or something. Like no one blames the mom. Right? Like, do you feel like you get blamed by your children? Because I feel like I get blamed. Like in in a, in, a, in a grand scheme of what fathers look like in fatherhood. Mm -hmm. It'd be like, yo, yeah, my dad, my mom though. Mm. my dad though i think that's situational i don't know if we can apply that across the board okay. i think maybe it is more common that that is the case than it is the other way around um as a husband it's my responsibility that things like if if you don't make it into heaven that's my fault i am mm. to blame mm. do i feel guilty that we don't read you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that's a whole nother thing. I am to blame. We're not talking about spousal guilt. This is parental guilt. We'll talk about spousal guilt next week. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about, <laughs> but I'm talking about like in the household, like. You're to be. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But let, let, let's, let's go ahead and dive into this. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's not bad. I think that was a good conversation to have. Um. Okay. Okay, so let's just read. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to read some of the re one of some of the reasons that people feel guilty. Can you read some of them? Because I can't read these little freaking. I tried to. All right, where, where should I read? All right. Just choose a couple that's. Uh, when I have to discipline my seven year old, 
that's autistic. It breaks my heart every time. Oh, man, that sounds terrible. Um, anytime I leave the house. Um, asking others to watch my children so I can have some time to decompress or relax. Here's one. When I clean instead of playing with the kids. That one is, I yeah. I, I relate to that one because a lot of times I'm like, well, I could be cleaning and they're just playing. But a lot of times I look at them and like, I should get down there and play with them. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. <clears throat> um, when I spend too much time winding down from work and little, no, little to no time with my babies. When I bring work home. Um, as an homeschooling, as a, as a home educating mom, it must be nice to zoom in. <laughs> my goodness where are you reading at? right here look at that okay as a home as a as a home education mom educating mom that is the area of most guilt that i'm not doing enough girl i feel you um i wanted to read my mom's because i thought it was funny yes i'm calling you out mom i don't even know if you listen to this podcast woman she do where is she do you see it I can't see anything. <laughs> My mom said something like, oh, when I don't acknowledge you when you come over with the kids. Mm. Facts. Yeah. Oh, here's one. Um, our morning routine most days, they wake up way before me. Mm, I feel that too. Um, when I go to work, screen time, um, mine and my toddler's. Amount of TV we watch, getting out enough, uh, trying to make sure each of my children get enough of my attention when I go all the way off. <laughs> there was a lot of you guys who said when I yell or when I lose my patience or when I lose my temper. Um, there is an, one here that I think is interesting, always with food, organic versus affordable. I'd rather save money than eat expensive fruit. <laughs> I think that is a very, I think that one's one for me too. When they need affection and I need solitude. Mm. Who wrote, that was a good one. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? Is I, I'm realizing now that I don't know if I have dad guilt. And when I, when I was staying home dad, yes. Like when it was just me here, I'd be guilty all the time. But I don't think I have it as much. I think I have more like, like I feel guilty for you for like of you like leaving you with the kids mm. like i feel bad abandoning you it's not abandonment but that's what, i mean that's what it feels yeah like. yeah yeah huh i wonder if that and that's what i i think that's why what you said earlier kind of brought up a good point i wonder if men deal more with spousal guilt than they do with parental guilt does that make sense because even what you just said wasn't necessarily guilt related to the kids. It was more so related to me. Yeah, but at like if if Theo's coming at me and he's like, yo, you need to do this and this. I'm like, look, man, that's cool, but I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. We got to do this and this and this and this. This is what needs to get done. Mm-hmm. And so I could feel guilty for a moment and be like, dang, I probably miss an opportunity here. However, this still has to get done and I'm the only one I can do it. So I need you to go sit down mm-hmm. and occupy yourself mm-hmm. so I can do this. Mm-hmm. And I, because now like the weight is on me. And so if it doesn't go the way it's supposed to go, then I'm responsible. Yeah. 
So I could be guilty, but, or I could be productive. Mm. And I'd rather be productive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Because I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, one of the things that I feel bad with is when I see the kids on the other side of the kitchen sink playing around, and I'm over there um, washing dishes or cooking dinner or whatever. And I'm like, I should just go sit down and be in their company and play with them because they're not going to be little for young and for long, and they're not going to want to play with me like they want to play with me now. To be more productive, <laughs> I feel guilty being more productive. That's so interesting that you would say it in that way. Yeah, like I I like I do feel like bad like man, sometimes sometimes I can accentuate and like but sometimes I I really do just stop and just play. You do. You do a good job at that. Yeah, I don't yeah, I stop and play. Like yeah. even if I'm working, I'll stop. Yeah. But I feel bad when um I'm trying to work and then they keep interrupting. That feels bad. Cause then I'm kind of like, I'm annoyed because my children want to spend time with me. <laughs> like that's bad, but it's like, yo. And then I don't do a good job at preventing you from having those moments. I think, you know, last week was a good week this week, you know, was whatever because of all, we were all sick and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But last week it was amazing. Yeah. You did a great job. Thank you, babe. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Another thing I want to bring up is, do you think that our parents suffered from parental guilt the way that we do now, like at the degree that we do now? Because I feel like now, like for me as a woman, I've, and, and I know we'll get into that later, but as a woman, I'm scrolling through my Instagram feed and I'm seeing these like homeschooling moms with perfectly laid out um, lesson plans or their kids are sitting at desk all proper and cute and getting to work or even if their kids aren't necessarily doing it perfectly they still look like they're really engaged in um did we lose light we lost a light we lost light y'all sorry we look dark um what was i saying they look perfectly engaged in a learning whatever you know i don't know how to say it but yeah. it's just there's a lot of it's easier for us to compare and contrast because of the highlight reel that we get exposed to every day. And I know people are often like, well, just get off Instagram, like don't be on social media, yada, yada, yada. And that's true. But at the same time, I don't know if it's necessary. Like definitely you can unfollow certain people that make you feel a certain type of way. But I don't think it's necessary to completely get off social media for the purposes of whatever yeah and, and so another i gotta shout out another podcast okay um uh jeff and melissa uh oh, and melissa, yeah right uh-huh uh their podcast the wanna, real life the podcast. real life right I don't be that's what i'm here for babe. but those are the homies so jeff uh jefferson bethke a friend of a friend of mine he told me about his schedule and i thought that if i could stick to a schedule like he sticks to a schedule then these things don't become problems anymore. Like, mm -hmm. like me not having time with my children, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because I mean, I'm sure he's okay with me saying that the dude wakes up at four o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if he's up at four o'clock, everyone's sleep, he knocks out all this work 
between the hours of four and eight or you know what I'm saying might go back in later on or whatever but he has hard off times hard on times he has a crazy schedule he sticks to it and he maximizes on deep work and mm-hmm. um if if we're able like if you're able to hey all right cat we're putting the kids in bed at at seven mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep at 8 30 I'm up at four mm-hmm the house is clean by then. I've had my devotionals. I have my, my work time, da, 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 da. And now for the rest of the day, you know, I uh, plan the food or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I think scheduling and being s- disciplined takes that time away. But when you have, Hey, let's do a get together or Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. And you got friends who are like, you're not working. You don't have anything going on. <laughs> Come over here and us to the baby shower Gonzala. You know what I'm saying? And it's all, this is a five on one baby shower and everyone's baby showering. It's bathing babies. Oh, babe. I just came back from a baby shower. <laughs> yeah. She almost died. And I've been going through. She almost died um, on the road. She guys, I almost died. Like, I almost died. I didn't die. I don't think I would have died, but you never know. The she airbag, lost control in the car. I lost control of my car. The car spun around. It was raining, but it wasn't raining at the time. The ground was just wet, but my car just spun and I could not get control of the steering wheel. It was the scariest thing. I had to like pull over on the side of the road after it was over and just get my bearings. I was literally shaking. I called Glenn, but I don't. he was like, you just probably hydroplaned. Yeah. I don't think he understood <laughs> I was an emotional wreck. Yeah, I was not sympathetic. You and were I did not, not understand because she was like, "Should I not drive the car?" And I was like, "Wait, is she trying to get me to come get her all the way out?" <laughs> <laughs> it was scary. I can, I'm almost about to cry right now. But anyway, I was like, "Nah, you probably fine." Yeah, but the, the new like here's another just quick thing. Okay, we need a car so bad, <laughs> so 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 we so do. so bad. That it's like, oh shoot, we just got out of debt. Should we go in the debt and get another car? I know. It's really it, we bad. think about it. We think about it, but it's like, yo, I just need a couple checks to come in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we're gonna be good. But right now, it's it's I'm not gonna I'm I don't wanna risk losing you just because it's kinda like, hey, I wanna Seriously. No. I was thinking, I was yeah. like, what cause honestly, if I had been driving a minute longer and the car did that. I literally would have been hurt really badly. Not only me, but whomever hit me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We don't need to talk about that right now. We're talking about parental guilt, <laughs> which being able to provide is a huge one. I think for a lot of parents, like my kid needs new shoes, but I can't really afford new shoes right now. Cause we really need, you know, who knows what mm-hmm. more so than the shoes. Cause they can get by with those shoes for a little bit diapers longer. Diapers and shoes. You know? juggling like, Hmm, we got diaper money. We have this. Oh, we, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But we, so we have to, and that, and I feel like the most of that comes on me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that falls on me. Like, okay, we need money. Go yeah. make money. Wherever you get money from, go get more of it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's not even, I know that you're probably saying that because you, right now you are the breadwinner. But as a stay-at-home mom, sometimes it is kind of like, okay, what can I do to help supplement the income? And I think especially as a stay-at-home mom, we don't necessarily see our value, which a lot of people have been trying to encourage me lately um, in in that I am still working. And I know that being a stay-at-home mom is work, but I'm working in a different way that frees up my husband to be able to do things that he 
find joy in while simultaneously bringing in income for our home. Yeah. And I want to just back up to the joy part, right? Cause it is like, I'd love my job. You know what I mean? But there, there is like an extreme amount of work in like yeah. delegation and like yeah. business. Stuff. There's administrative side of what you do as well that you don't like. I'm Well, not even just administrative, like, like I'm going on a flight to go speak on a panel. Yeah. I'll be gone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have three panels. Uh, you know what I mean? But it's like, these are great opportunities yeah. and, and things. And sometimes it's like, like, I don't love going to speak on panels, but it will lead to the thing that to more opportunity, to more opportunity. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah. And so you, you're cherished, you know what I'm saying? Your position, what you do, like it is like, we need it more than we need if, if, it, if it was two of us doing your job, it would be better than me doing my job. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need more parents in the home. Like, mm-hmm. the more the better. You know what I mean? And you know what's crazy is that <laughs> when I was working, I experienced mom guilt. And now that I'm home, I experience mom guilt. The mom guilt never goes away. It's just like, or the parental guilt. Well, I'm going to stick with mom because I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. But the mom guilt just doesn't go away. It doesn't matter if you're working or if you're at home or whatever. It just does not go away. Mm. It's always some form of feeling inadequate or like you're doing something that's going to screw up your child. And I think that's what um, that's probably what I saw on Instagram that triggered my post. Um, Do you have anything to add while I look that up? Because I'm yeah, it's going to take me a minute. Yeah, I think for. For all of us, you know, the, we talk about this stuff and it's like, okay, well, then why would I want to be a parent if I'm just going to be guilty after I have a child? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, th- this is something that you may be thinking. And I think that, uh, you know, when when I listen to people who are older. Here it is. They, they never talk about this. They always talk about what they wish they would have done. And it's always stopping and playing. It's always hugging and cuddling and you know i'll be looking at people like we were out at in and out the other day and i was watching some people look at us mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like man they got kidnapper eyes you know yeah. what i'm saying they look they look like they want our children bad mm-hmm. but they just were like reminiscing on that time when their kid was that small mm-hmm. and it's like the most amount of joy like they just it's like they want to hug the kids and mm-hmm. i respect it so much that they kind of hug themselves <laughs> and watch when I was um, picking up, when I was grabbing the boys, like, trash, mm-hmm. the older couple that was sitting next to them was, like, they were leaving. And the mom, the woman said, um, thank you guys for the entertainment. Like, it was just, it was a very sincere, sweet thank yeah. you. It, like, she missed it. I could cry. I'm going to, I'm very emotional. Yeah, man. This is that stage. I already know what stages of pregnancy we need. This like, is kind of like, yeah. Need tish- we need to have a tissue box. Here it comes. It was really sweet. But it is, there is a revelation to, like, I was at a baby shower today. And the mom, you know, she's having a baby. But her daughter was sitting right next to her. And I was looking at her. And I was like, I said to Diana, I was like, it's crazy to think that Anaya is going to be like that size. One day. One day. I think about Ariana. Mm-hmm. And we used she was a baby, yeah. And now look at her; she's like almost our goddaughter. Yeah, she's just she's almost a ch- like a, a a woman. 
She's not. She's not, but she like. She's big. She's tall. She's a big child. She's tall, slender, and beautiful. Beautiful. She, I'm like, girl, you need to slow down. And uh, Deborah sent me a text message of um, Ariana, Theo, and Uriah today, and it was just like, whoa, they used to be babes, and now they're like big kids. Yeah. But okay, so this is the thing that triggered the thought process I was having. It said, God has a plan for our children. And it's between him and them. It doesn't hinge on our success or failures. Ooh. And it looks like um, David Camp. I want or Don Camp. I want to make sure I attribute the that quote. was fire. Yeah, God has a plan for our children, and it doesn't attribute to what? Do you want me to read it again? Yeah. God has a plan for our children and it's between him and them. It doesn't hinge mm. on our success or failures, successes mm. or failures. Um, That's all over my life. Yeah. And I was thinking about that. So today I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> y'all are probably like, dang, this is a All y'all do is listen to podcasts. <laughs> that's, that's why you're broke. Because you listen to more than you make. <laughs> <laughs> i was listening to a podcast it's called head to heart um but it's and it's it was an episode about i'm gay and i love jesus and i was listening to this man just talk about his life and how his dad like used to beat him and his sister or his dad actually um molested his sister and like sexually abused his mom beat his mom up so badly um held a gun up to his mom's head and said if this money is not all here you're responsible for your mom's death like this man and his, his dad would call him or like just derogatory names because of his sexual orientation and he was just it was a horrible situation for him growing up you guys should really go listen to that podcast there's a lot in there that episode anyway i links in the show notes okay i'll link it in the show notes but um it was just in like i listened i read that quote and i immediately think of him because now he's a successful songwriter he writes music for beyonce for what's the girl's name grande ariana grande ariana grande um like some really huge names and he is living like like a life that you wouldn't imagine a young boy who grew up in the household that he grew up in living. Like he probably didn't even imagine himself living the lifestyle that he's living now, but he's so on fire for the Lord. Um, but there's so many people throughout his life who have mistreated him because of his sexual orientation. And so I don't know. I just really do believe that whatever God's plan is for our children, it is between him and them. And we, we are still accountable as their parents because God has put them into our care as far as, um, you know, really kind of mm. hearing out the Holy Spirit and taking care of our children. But I feel like we don't have to have the weight of their life on our shoulders the way that we do, mm. if that makes sense. And so um, I'm going to shout out this book which i'm a little nervous to do because i really don't like shouting out books and then people being like i read that book again 
yada, yada, yada. But anyways, this book is called Parenting, 14 Gospel Principles That Can Radically Change Your Family. It's by Paul David Tripp. And guys, there's just so much richness. Like if you flip through the pages, I've really um, underlined, circled, highlighted a lot of things. Um, there's two chapters that I felt like spoke specifically to um, what we're talking about today. And one of them is chapter two and the title is grace. So the 14, let me just kind of really briefly, I hope this isn't too much. I know last someone said I was rambling in the Valentine's day episode. Who cares? I if you, know. if we, if you, what you gotta do? <laughs> Why can't we ramble? You listening? you ain't going nowhere, but in your car. Babe, okay. Be nice. Be right. nice. Be nice. We don't want to lose listeners. Okay. So the 14, <laughs> The 14 gospel principles that um, he highlights is calling, grace, law, inability, identity, process, lost, um, authority, foolishness, character, false gods, control, rest, and mercy. Those are the author- the um, 14 principles. Now, the two principles that I felt like were applicable to today's um, podcast was grace. And the principle itself is God never calls you to a task without giving you what you need to do it. He never sends you without going with you. And so that chapter kind of talks about that for the most part as far as, um, dang it, this microphone is in the way. Um, the microphone is important. <laughs> it is important. Uh, okay. This right here, though, this is like, if I could say he was spitting bars, he was spitting bars. Okay. He said, in every moment, as you are parenting your children, the heavenly father is f- parenting is you. Parenting you. That is bars, babe. That is bars. It was like, babe, and there's and Glenn didn't read this book with me, but he got a lot of it because what you, of. What do you mean? Did I, you read this book? With I have me? that on Audible. I go back to that book. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, when I was first reading it, no, you weren't I wasn't reading it with me, I was and then you. I think that's when you got it. Mm-hmm. There's actually an episode, yeah, of Belief in Fatherhood when I shared something that I was reading in the book. Anyway, um, what was I about? To, dang it. Every, the parenting, the in every moment parenting. as you parenting your children the heavenly father is parenting you um and then there's another quote in the same chapter it says you're the biggest problem in your parenting which actually let's that's not very encouraging at all <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing about this book it slaps you in the face but then it lifts you back right right back up. but the thing is about the book it slaps you in the face first yeah and so if you don't make it past the slap you're just kind of <laughs> like well thanks paul Clint. <laughs> I'm done with this book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you want to respond to that? I feel like that's just so... No, but that's that's the premise of belief in fatherhood is that yeah. that I'm everything is belief in fatherhood. So it's me input it into input into fatherhood and watching my children go through things and I'm learning from the father basically the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So everything that I'm doing to my children, I can I can apply to my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And that's the depth of like what belief in fatherhood Dude. is in the in it. Yeah. And and I think we talked about this when we said why you should have children. That whatever episode we talked about that and yeah. but I tell you you guys, and I, I know most of my listeners, I don't know if you guys are believers or not. I think most of you are. But um 
it it's parenting that really reveals to you the heart of the father for yourself. Yeah. Like I am often in moments of like disciplining my children or even just thinking and thinking back on incidents that have happened through the day. And I'm like, dang, Lord, I hear you. Or I've been had moments where I've been speaking to my children about something like I've literally said out loud, like if you would just listen to me, this would have not happened or mm. whatever. And then I'll be like, oh, I hear mm. you, Lord. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's ridiculous. Yeah. But in respect to can I read? Uh, yeah go ahead a couple sentences in respect to this whole idea of parental guilt i want to read this um it says but it's important to understand that although regret is a sign of a humble heart it's dangerous and debilitating to live in regret living in regret robs you of your confidence Living in regret renders you renders you timid. Living in regret kidnaps your courage. Living in regret weakens or stills your hope. Living in regret drags the past into the present. Living in regret even drags the past into the future. And for all of us, it's remembering. Regret can be tragically forgetful. What is it that regret tends to forget? Regret, regret tends to forget the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. On the cross, Jesus bore the entire burden of our guilt and shame. On the cross, Jesus purchased by the shedding of his blood our complete forgiveness, past, present, and future. This means that we can boldly come to him in our failure, receive his forgiveness, deposit our regret at his feet, and move on to new and better ways of doing what he has called us to do as parents. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I just feel like I don't know if you guys found that encouraging or not, but when he says regret, I'm thinking guilt. It it, it can be dangerous and debilitating. Yeah. And so um I just like to encourage us to be careful with that because I don't know. I've been fine. I I have to. I'm saying this to myself as much as I'm saying it to y'all because I have felt guilty myself. I have like sat in my guilt for a long time. Yeah. Like when I think about homeschooling and how I'm not doing it the way that I feel like I should be doing it or feeding my children. There's just a lot of different things that um, I could sulk in. But it's not. It's debilitating. It literally is debilitating. It's keeping me from. It's making you worse. It's making me worse. Yeah. 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 Thanks, babe. It's making me worse. It makes me feel <laughs> no, worse. No, I'm just kidding. That's yeah. what I meant to say. No, no, no. I heard you. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I think, I think, and that's one thing we do too as parents is we take too much credit. Mm. Or yeah, like, because I said something last podcast, and I was like, you know, the the hardest part about being a parent is the unknown. And I was like, because you, you could really, a moment's mistake, and you could ruin a child's life. Mm -hmm. But the cool thing is that God still, even with you failing completely, mm -hmm. like he still has a plan for your child. Mm -hmm. Actually, he has a ch plan for his child. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, and even so, through that, he has a plan for you with that, which is kind of like, for me, it's really like making me like self-reflect on like, my parent, you know what I'm saying? My parents and like how God had a plan for me, yeah. even though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they were, you know, young or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, but it makes me have more grace for them. Yeah. You know, 
but at the same time, I'm kind of like, man, like I like really like God really had a plan, you know what I'm saying? Which mm-hmm. is like, it's really hard to believe that at the times when I was like at nine, when I was like thinking about killing myself, like mm-hmm. God had a plan through that. Like yeah. that's insane to me. You yeah. Know? But yeah. Yeah. Um, principle number four was inability. And he highlights it as saying, recognizing what you are unable to do is essential to good parenting. Um, and it, he says, parenting is about your humble faithfulness and being willing to participate in God's work of change for the sake of your children. And the thing that he reiterates over and over in this chapter is that you don't have the ability to change your child. God only has that power and authority to do that. And so, I don't know. Mm. I do I do recommend this book. I'm not ashamed to say it. I recommend this book. Um, I think that it has a lot of good things in there. There are some things in here that I'm not necessarily 100% behind. But for the most part, this book is a really good, thought-provoking book as far as parenting your children. Yeah. Um. I don't want to make this podcast any longer than it has to be. I don't know how much time we're at right yeah, now. Yeah, you you going in. But <laughs> Yeah, we should We should probably bring it to a close. I don't but do you feel like we're leaving our listeners encouraged? Yeah, but you know that's not our job. Okay. You know, we we are entertainers. And the self we we think I don't know if we're like, "Hey, I, I hope you're encouraged." By myself this. I feel like the honesty and the transparency is encouraging. Okay. You know what I mean? So if that's the case, then we did our job for sure. Okay. All right. How married are you? You got to do it fast. You always like sit. I am never prepared. I had one when I was in the kitchen though. Um, I'm so married that, um, I had already taken my bra off and Glenn said we should do a podcast. We should do a podcast. Yeah. And because I knew that he was about to travel and because I knew he he was suggesting it, I was like, "Okay, I'll put my bra back on." But every woman knows once the bra comes off, the day is over. <laughs> every man knows. And that. for me, when I take my head wrap, I had taken my head wrap off too, so Yeah. Um when the head wrap and the bra come off, you know the day is over. Yep. So I'm so married that I put myself back together so we could um do this podcast. this podcast. I don't know if that's how married I am or how dedicated I am to our listeners. Mm. But it's a simultaneous blessing for both of y'all. Okay. <laughs> Babe, how married are you? Um, Today, you asked me an honest question. I gave you an honest oh, answer. Oh, God, y'all. She came downstairs and she said, Babe. How's my hair look with this hat? And I just looked at her and I was like, I don't like your hair. I didn't like it. I don't like it. I I just didn't. And she didn't really, she loved her hair. I didn't necessarily love it. It was, okay, so I'm like, when Anaya was born, I went natural. Like, I stopped straightening my hair. I've always been, I haven't had a perm in years, but I stopped straightening my hair because I wanted her I don't want her to get a perm or to be straightening her hair. And so I finally reached a length in my hair where I can kind of do a wash and go. 
And, you know, if you're a woman who's natural, you know, these wash and goes, the shrinkage is real. You got to like you really your face. And then it depends on the type of hair you have. So my curls are really tight and tiny. It's just whatever. And so I thought I was cute the other day. I, I The other day I left and took my mom to the airport with my hair completely out. No hat, no head wrap, no nothing. And Glenn didn't say not a thing. But today I was like, I put on a hat with it, which is real reason I asked him um, how I looked. And then I came downstairs and he was like, I just don't like your hair like that. And I was like, oh. Yeah. And I was like, you can tell me the truth. She's like, you, I was. <laughs> yeah, she said, she was like, you can, he, you're, you're, you said something. It was really weird. Though. I said, you could tell me the truth. It yeah. was me trying you to convince myself. You could tell me the truth. That I could And I was like, truth. I am telling you the truth. I don't like it. So what you mean? But I really wanted to like it, but I just didn't really care for it. Like, yeah. And so it was weird because I had finally gotten the gusto to wear it out. I'm so sorry. And then I found out my husband doesn't like it. And, you know, now Uh, the hairstyle's done for. Like, I will never wear it again. No, I think you can wear it again. I just that just for me, I just was like, hmm, I think we could do something different with it. And that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I'm kind of like the head wraps are fun. But I'm also trying to just, you I think know. you could like part it in like an area or something. It, for me, like it just was like, I don't, I didn't like it. I, I didn't, it was, I think it was the shine. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Y'all, you need to stop just right. for now. Um, but help a sister out. If you have some natural hairstyles, help me out. Send them to my Instagram, Mrs. Melanin, because. And um, I apologize to all the natural women out there who I'm offending, basically. <laughs> Well, it might look good on them. It just maybe you don't like it on me because I feel like you have complimented other women with a wash and go. Mm, maybe they have a different a curl and their pattern. hair is probably a little bit longer, different curl, curl pattern, pattern yeah. longer hair. You know, whatever. I'm so sorry. Anyway, that's how. Just yeah. Anyway, and, and, and that's, that's just how married, married we are. are.